Will you just sing it yeah. one more time? <laughs> no, I actually don't think I can. Are you ready, kids? I am a captain. <laughs> speaking of SpongeBob, speaking of which, speaking of which I'm, I'm Sammy. Skyler. I don't know what was that. I just, out of nowhere, was compelled by... The forces Jesus, that be. Jesus, Spongebob. Sometimes it'd be like that. How are you? What's up? Welcome to today's oh, episode. I'm doing really well. Are you ready, kids? <laughs> hi, hi, Captain. So. I can hear you. <laughs> it's so. like smelly cat for Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, a coworker told me a story that <laughs> made me think of you today. Aww, she said, it better be good. <laughs> it better be fucking good. <laughs> when she was 11 or 12, yeah. she went with her family to see the Phantom of the Opera in Toronto. Oh, yes. And uh, so it's the night of the... <laughs> It's, it's the Awakening. night. Of, it's the night of the production, <laughs> and she pulls out. She has this gorgeous white dress okay. that she her mom picked out for oh, her. Okay, she, this was her wedding. Yeah, so she and she's so excited to see the Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. She knows the soundtrack. As she should be. And she puts on this gorgeous white dress, mm-hmm. and for some reason, it was covered in a huge grease stain. <laughs> <laughs> she wore it anyway. She wore it. Yeah. Anyways. Of course. As one does. That made me think of you. As one does. She's not gonna let a little bit of some French fry goop get in the way of her. Yeah, I would never let a little red carpet peanut oil yeah, <laughs> take no. away from my red carpet oil. No, moment. this is her time to shine. I uh went to uh, a wedding a few months ago and I had a pair of really nice wool pants that you're not supposed wool pants wool. in the middle of fucking summer yes and okay. i've had them for a while and you're not supposed to wash in your own washing machine wool it's supposed no. to be like uh, no it'll shrink worse i these mm-hmm. pants that i washed and then dried dissolved do you remember oh wait really they just almost practically dissolved okay. isn't that insane what'd you do with them just tossed them. Oh. Like, they just kind of ripped to shreds, and it just... I, I've never seen anything like it. I was like, this so is... So you are going to let a little peanut oil get in the way of your red <laughs> like, carpet moment. I can't show up in tatters. <laughs> or you're like, you have you seen Balenciaga? This is the new Balenciaga. Oh, man. What were you about to say just now? <laughs> Do you... Were you around? Do you remember... Was when, around? <laughs> I don't know what is a tarnation is happening to Were you me. around these parts when... You were around these parts when I shrunk that wool sweater I got from the thrift store. Do you remember that? I don't know if you would... I don't know I if don't I don't know. Yet. I don't even know anymore. I, I think the kids... If I called Michaela up right now, she would scream laugh on the phone. <laughs> because we went to the thrift store and I scored the hardest score. Mm-hmm. This, like, beautiful, brand new, like beige cream wool sweater with like leather light tan like elbow pads nice knobby buttons just so we're talking cashmere it was like wool cashmere but Mm. like it was nice and new it's always the wool it was the wool (laughs) the war of the wool and i did not think about it and i 
I literally wore that once and I would not stop talking. You know how I do. Mm-hmm. When I get into something, I really hyperfixate on it. Yeah, this, and this, that time it was this a sweater. Sweater was this the sweater weather. It mm-hmm. was the moment. It was the tea, and the kids were like rolling their eyes in the back of the car. I'm like, okay, we get it. I fucking washed it and dried it on accident, and I swear to God, <laughs> I ended up giving it to Aylin. <laughs> I think a Aylin, or was it? Oh, Aylin might not even been born yet. It was a child. <laughs> That was an infant. And I have a picture somewhere. I don't know where, but the kids lost their goddamn mind. It could have fit Phoebe. It shrank, and it was like something out of a sitcom. It was so small. I couldn't even get my full arm through the the middle of it. It was like literally for... It shrank so small. And I, I don't remember whose kid we ended up giving it to, but we gave it to them and they wore it and they were the most aesthetic baby. There's an episode of That's So Raven where she buys That's so Raven. Where she buys a sweater um, and she had the plan on returning it after she wore it. This was a moral lesson type episode. All of them are. All of them are. <laughs> and so it, she washes the sweater and it comes out literally the size of like a Barbie doll sweater. That's what it felt like <laughs> with this fucking sweater, you guys. I remember watching that when I was little. I just thought it was the funniest thing I had ever mm-hmm. seen in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you that I was daily vlogging at that time. I wonder if I have I a vlog. I wonder. I have like two full years of vlog material every single day that is just privated. And I'm just sitting that is on so it bizarre. for it's like my little secret back end YouTube family home videos. I heard you say you leave for Salem in two weeks. Two weeks. Are you so excited? I'm shitting myself, crying, puking. Like I'm so excited. That's gonna be your place. I I know you're gonna love it. I think I'm gonna hate it. And I'm okay with that. You think you're going to hate Salem, I think I'm going to hate it, but in like a really embracing way. I think that I need to go there <laughs> to know that I hate it. I and just then know feel... I would love it. I love those old Massachusetts towns. Okay, hear me out. I'm going from the 25th to the 29th of, of October. Ideal. It's going to be lots it's of people. It's going to be packed so i'm gonna treat it as if i'm going to the witchy disneyland yes and that which is where you're going what the, yeah exactly so i'm literally going to love it for that but i'm gonna hate it as well because when i picture myself exploring salem in my like aesthetic romanticized mind it's not gonna be what it's gonna be when we're there so i'm gonna i know that i'm gonna stay like practical about it you know there's gonna be a ton of people who are doing what i'm doing and it's like very social media like mm-hmm. you know exploring the town with family and friends and whatever but it's gonna be like a little business trip for a lot of people oh yeah am i boring you no <laughs> I can't wait for you to report back that you loved it. Under the sea. <laughs> um, I follow this guy on Instagram, and he lives in Chicago. Uh-huh. And there's this bar that he goes to called King of Cups. Cool. And he's always tagging himself there. It's like a witchy bar. Oh, I love it. And they read tarot cards there. Love it's it. Got a, 
a King of Wands throne. Oh, love it. Well, how do we get something like that here? We should I, make it. We've talked about it for years. I would love that. Love a witchy so bar. Oh, cool. Yeah, if our if our <clears throat> witchy school doesn't work out, we can have witchy bar and just serve booze instead. Or we could have a witchy school bar where you get drunk and you learn. Wait. You get the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's you my know, dream. I know. As a Pisces rising, Virgo moon, getting drunk at school, just... And having other people admire you for it, your Libra moon would literally <laughs> shit itself. So, ooh. Wow. I just I just had a little high from that fantasy of, of that business adventure. Me too. I always forget that you can just start a business. Do whatever you want. You can just do whatever you want here. Yeah. In this world. In life. So, I found a really interesting article that we could go over really quick and then do whatever we wanted. Okay. And this was making me laugh because I wanted to know if you resonated with any of this in high school. Probably not. It's called Reasons for Resentment. Of oh, high never mind. <laughs> I mean, I would like one take backsies, please. Hi, welcome to Chili's. What can I get for you? It's a pile of resentment. Reasons for resentment of high school teenagers with friends. And this is a stu uh, study that came out of Turkey from Ananu University. Mm, so Turkey. The, Turkey. We uh, Have we ever had a Turkish study before? I'm not no, sure. No, it's going to be interesting to compare to see what's coming out yes, of that. Yes, a few of the things are... They Turkish? Make, they, they are, they're a little Turkish. Yeah. Uh, especially when they say the footballers. Okay. But other than that, everything seems really similar. Okay. So the, that, was that a Turkish accent? <laughs> footballer. The footballer. That is that is not. I think nice. I shared this story on the podcast once when Honestly, I used. I can't think of a Turkish accent. I knew a Turkish woman when I worked at the mall in Austin, right. Texas. I feel like I. And I would go outside. This is when I smoked cigarettes. I would go outside and smoke cigarettes with this Turkish girl who uh -huh. somehow. When did she work? I don't know because she was always out there smoking when That's I was smoking. That's me when I worked at Sears <laughs> Fortress Studio. I, I used know. to photograph children, <laughs> babies, infants, you and I would just and put smoke your cigarette. cigarettes and go and weed in my car for like four out of the five hours I worked there. <laughs> blow smoke on the babies. I, I am the Turkish woman. <laughs> I was just so high you thought I had an accent. Go ahead. It was you. <laughs> it was me. Go Surprise! Go ahead. The purpose of this... Wait, oh, I'm sorry. I just had a memory. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I, I don't... Honestly, we've been doing this podcast for so long, I don't know if I've shared this story before okay. or not. But when I was 19 or 20, um, I was living in Riverside in Austin. Okay. Which is a really, like, run-down area downtown. Okay. And so I walked to a liquor store. Okay. And I was like... Uh, this is it. I'm gonna act so bold, okay, so confident that they would never even dream of ID. You me. look like you aren't legal to be served or sold alcohol now. <laughs> so imagine me when I was 19. Yeah, no. I looked 11. <laughs> so I walk into this store and I was thinking, okay, how can I really seem old? Mm -hmm. I was like, what if I had a fake French accent? Skyler. Yep. I actually... So I've got my friends waiting outside. They're relying on me to, to pull this off, by the way. And so I go in, and I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> it was so bad. 
bad. I couldn't Tyler, get it out at first. I can't breathe. I'm, it's getting hot in no, here. No, it gets worse. And uh, so, <laughs> I don't even remember. I grabbed something, I bring it to the counter, and they ask me for my ID. Uh -huh. And so I said, I only have my school ID. I'm France. And they were like, well, do you have your passport? And I said, no, I don't have one. And so like, but in my mind, I was like, oh my God, then how did I get here? Yeah, you know? you're like, you should have just I don't said, know, it was just so... I at home. I lived at that tomb. <laughs> <laughs> With like, in English, like the worst French <laughs> I lived at home. I mean, I lived at the tomb. We'll stick on it. Poor Pavor. La cigarette. So just bad. Started fluid, like, oh and, man. Uh, oh, just thinking of that, just flew. Is that a spider? No. <laughs> what on the ceiling? Yeah. It's paint. Oh. Whoever painted this room just globbed the ceiling and said, Jeez. "No regrets." I feel like everyone in America who was under twenty-one tried something to go into a liquor store and buy alcohol. No, I didn't. However, I did try an accent. <laughs> story Please okay we, we i must have been like 10 or 11 though mm -hmm. i was not supposed to be walking further than the ends of my street mm -hmm. at least not unless i were to be telling my parents like where i was going and it was mostly to like was this winnie the pooh glasses era it was after that, but I really love that you... Too old to be you, doing that then. Yeah, yeah. This was transition lenses. Softball girl. <gasps> These were the transition lenses? <laughs> that yeah. makes it better. Yeah, it really was. So we used to have this big, if you guys remember back in the day, you didn't have these cute little, you know, cameras or like videos on your phone. You didn't have anything like that. We had these big ass clunky VCR recorders. Mm -hmm. And for fun, my brother and I used to film things and I, we were rarely ever allowed to take it out of the house. Oh, I stop. I actually, I, I take that back. At one point, we got a smaller version, which was still like as big as like a baseball mitt. And it had mm -hmm. like the thing that came out still. And we ended up taking it to Disney World. Like <clears throat> all of, some of our VCR recorded memories are on these little cassette tapes and not like the big VCR tapes. So I'm not sure which one of these cameras I was using, but I was using one of them. I just, sorry, that was my own tangent of memories that I just word vomited because I forgot that we had that other camera. But I took it upon myself to walk to the end of the street and at the end of the street down a little bit just a little bit there was like an overpass bridge <clears throat> and it was real sketch to walk underneath it so like i was not supposed to be out there but there was like some firemen doing some work mm -hmm. and i was recording them <clears throat> and one of them came up to me and was like you know hey what are you doing little girl like where are your parents blah 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 and i was like i'm sorry i'm i'm not from here <laughs> No. I'm just trying to get some American footage. <laughs> Are you firemen? Like. <laughs> As if you don't no. have firemen where you're from. <laughs> Somewhere we there might be actual footage of this, of me recording. Because I was like feeling like I was going to go out and be like. This director, it makes a lot of sense for why I do what I do I'm now. I'm imagining you in an early 2000s tube top, 
probably Tweety Bird with Tweety like Tweety Bird some, tube like, top. Yeah. Uh, tight pants. No, uh, cut off jeans, cut off bandana. And my in like transition lenses. and my my skateboarding shoes. <laughs> yeah, I probably had strawberry scabbed knees from trying to like show off with the neighbor boys. You looked American as hell. American, <laughs> confused bisexual little girl. I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not from here. <laughs> I'm a foreign exchange student living with some parents that are taking me in. I'm from Birmingham. Is this not okay? <laughs> Should I not be recording here? <laughs> like I just fully, fully. And then I was like, okay, well, if they start asking too many questions, they take me back to my house. My mom's gonna be like, are you fucking? <laughs> so I was like, no worries. I'll go home. I'm so sorry. And they're like, okay, all right. They probably went back to like their lunch and was like, this fucking kid just pretended just to lay on the worst <laughs> British. Could you what I would you, you do as us adults now? Running into I'd a lose child, my mind. filming you with a film underneath an overpass of a bridge. And they're like, maybe it's 10 or 11 <laughs> by themselves recording like, you in 2001. I feel like I've you like, are remembering the accent one way. And I bet you it was really like, I, why are you calling? All right. <laughs> Wait, I always just spit my teeth. No. What are you doing? <laughs> From the north. <laughs> From the north. I'm London based. <laughs> You're out of your mind cleaning it up. <laughs> Wait till my contra hears about this. I'm gonna put video evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't. I probably thought I was like Harriet the Spy or like <laughs> yes, you thought some sort of I don't know. Mm. <laughs> okay, what are we talking about today? So the per so reasons for resentment. <laughs> <laughs> of high school teenagers with friends. So let me read you guys the abstract because okay. this is an official um, piece of. It is or data. is it? It is. Oh, okay. So it's not an article. Mm. I had to parse through it and pull out the good stuff. You're so dedicated. You put so, in so much work. I do. The purpose of this qualitative study was to examine the reasons for resentment of high school teenagers of their friends and categorize these reasons. So blah, 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 blah. It was a, <laughs> a study of boys and girls, and they were high school students aged 15 to 18. Okay. Um, the reasons for resentment were collected under the following five categories. One, she jealousy. Looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where that one fits in. Okay. One was jealousy. Two, gossiping and sharing secrets. Mm. Three, disagreement on common events. Four, falling in love with my friend's boyfriend or girlfriend. Mm. Or five, pranks. And I feel like I can see you doing. <laughs> I really did. I really did. I, I was like, oh. every time he read one, I was like, oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> so, and I. Oh. <sighs> So, basically... I am the resentment that other people felt in high school, maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> if you had to list yours from one to five, like, like, what would those... What would the order of that from most resentment to least resentment... Mm, it's so... 
Uh, most, the, the thing that probably happened to me the most would have been disagreement on common events. Okay. Two would have been pranks, but they get into what they mean by pranks because it's not just pranks. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's like hurtful jokes okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. And... <laughs> I know. Trust me, I know. That's why I picked this article. <laughs> Show how fucking awful we are. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So what did I say? Um, one disagreement on common events. Uh, actually, I'm gonna do two pranks. Three gossiping and sharing secrets. Four jealousy, and then five falling in love with friends, boyfriend, or girlfriend. Because that never even ever happened to me. Yeah. Because I was gay. That's so true. Um, and there was no dating going on for me in high school. I'm so sorry. Yes. I was doing foul Anal. things. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler! Sorry, I thought that's what you were going <laughs> to Jinx. I thought we were gonna jinx in that moment. I <laughs> we did. actually hate you. <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to work at an establishment ever again because of this podcast. Okay. Okay. Um, I would rate it. Uh, uh, I don't even have to use those. Just tell me off the top of your head. Jealousy. But my jealousy was only a mask for being in love with women. <laughs> We've all hate, been there. Hate and love has a very fine line, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I would say I had a lot of jealousy. A lot of jealousy. And I probably caused a lot of jealousy for people, and I mean that in the most conceited <laughs> way possible. <laughs> Mine was probably jealousy, and then gossiping, and then... Uh... Uh... I forgot one of them. Gossiping, jeal no, jealousy, gossiping. Pranks. But we'll get into what pranks mean. Probably pranks. I feel like I was a prankster. <laughs> <laughs> then common events, and so then, the only one of and these, and then like falling in love with my. So I feel like all of these things partner. probably happened to some degree, but okay. the only one that I found myself agreeing with at all was disagreement on common events and. I was a goody two-shoes. I just didn't give a shit about that kind of stuff when so I was younger. if a friend was going to do something bad, I was not going to be involved with that. Oh, you and I would not have been friends because I now, was the person once, that was going to do something. Once I turned 17 and into 18, my senior year of high school, yeah. when my mom was gone, shit got wild. I wasn't living at home anymore, yeah. shit got wild. Oh, okay. But before that, oh, hell no. Okay. <clears throat> so, friendships which affect both social and emotional development. So friendships affect social and emotional development. Right. We all know that. That's right. why they're important. Yep. And they become even more important, and some people argue the most important during our teenage years. I, w I can see that. I would agree with that. I'd say my teenage friendships definitely shaped Same. huge portions my of my My teenage friendships, my relationships, like my romantic relationships, and my romantic relationships friendships. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because sometimes you get friends by association of people that you might be with oh, or interested yeah. in. And for me, there was like three separate, like my friends, then the people I was dating or the person I was dating, the whatever. multiple people you were dating. <laughs> well, you know, and then, <laughs> and then 
their friends, which a lot of the times became my friends, but I always knew that, like, if something were to happen, they weren't really my friends, you know, Mm -hmm. categories. My first serious boyfriend was my senior year of high school. That's Um, so cute. And he was one grade below me, or maybe two grades below me. Mm. And so it felt very scandalous because, you know, I was the older man, as in I was 18 and he was 16. That's problematic. <laughs> is it problematic? I don't know. I feel like you when had I, just turned 18. When, yeah, I just turned 18. Yeah. And when you're in high school, if I don't you're know. still in high school, I feel like and you just turned, I don't know. I don't know. Right? Well, at one point he was 16 and I was 17. Like, hello, yeah. how is that a problem? And then you turn 18 and then suddenly you're a villain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've never said anything problematic ever on this podcast, ever. Proceed to say things that are problematic. I don't know. Especially in the era when I was in school, that was just a non-issue. That was just not even... I I don't know. But I've seen stuff on TikTok saying that that is potentially an issue, but I don't agree with my time period. But I was also also potentially (laughs) the the predator. That's not funny. We should not laugh about that. We should not being a predator in what world, you know? <laughs> you were always the prey, whether you thought you I've were always or been not. prey. <laughs> it doesn't matter the age range, you are the prey, baby. Although it is important to maintain friendships during the teenage years, studies show that up to 50% of teenagers cannot maintain friendships <laughs> during an academic school year. Did you just say academic? Did I? <laughs> You're crazy for cleaning that up. I'm here for my aki- no, I'm here for an academic school year. <laughs> what, what? My passport? <laughs> what do you want to say that for? I don't have one of those. <laughs> I just sounded like fucking Ron from the Harry Potter. What do you want to say that for? Ron! No! He's going to sacrifice himself! <laughs> Some teenagers can maintain friendships. <laughs> Once I make my move, you're free to check the king. <laughs> Some teenagers maintain friendships. <laughs> in a long-term and stable manner. Whereas others <laughs> can end Uh-oh. with intensity and conflict. Oh no. And mixed conflicts, um, active labeled conflicts is what they call it, and okay. passive antithetical conflicts. Does that mean like like fist fights and hair pulling in the cafeteria? It says in passive conflict classifications, individuals do not communicate with each other for any reason. This form of passive conflict, which is also defined as resentful behavior. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's like the modern day ghosting. Ghosting can also be considered as a form of behavior toward conflict resolution. Not all conflicts faced in friendships end up in resentment, though. Mm. So for this reason, in this study, we define resentment as a situation of refusal to communicate in conflicts within relationships. Yeah. And I felt like that made sense because they had to have a really clear definition of resentment in order to make the study happen. So You know how wild school is i'm just thinking about this it's like, wild okay if you think about like you put children together yeah to form social hierarchies yeah and then <clears throat> so like okay i have a really strong friend group we are very blessed and there's a lot of us and <clears throat> there's different like 
branches of it and you know there's a core group that have been together and then there's other people that have pieced in and out and whatever whatever but like there's a good chunk when we all get our friends together there's like a really nice bunch of people and if I had that sort of friend community like that like bonding group community in high school the way I do now but I was forced to be around all of these people every single day for, for years eight hours for eight years in a <laughs> setting where like four out of the five fucking hours like that are just like school times I'm not allowed to talk and I have to listen to somebody else talk <laughs> and then like okay think about when you're in high school and something happens like you know friends inevitably irk you or they'll say something or someone will get crabby or hangry and then you know tensions get tight like <clears throat> it's natural mm -hmm. okay but when you're that hormonal you're not mature enough because you're in fucking high school or whatever and then you're just forced to be around these people even if they're your friends the statistic of something going wrong or popping off is so oh. high it's it is, most likely it is almost animalistic to keep our kids in a school <laughs> locked in cages and with other children with the hormones running as wild as they are mm -hmm. like it's yeah i feel i feel bad so my i thrived in i have school. a libra moon as you know yeah. <clears throat> so i found a pair of twins latched onto them and did not let cancer them go cancer energy for twins like too. 10 years they're cancers they're right? cancers yeah, yeah. <clears throat> great move and did not ever like fight or anything like stray so, nothing like nothing that. like that just my two core friends yep. no matter what happened we were in it to win it and if one of them was off you picked the other one because they were mm. twins however so. we all kind of acted as one person uh -huh. so people would come in and out of our group uh -huh. and i experienced these things not through me uh-huh but through this core group if that makes sense uh -huh. so i would see these dynamics happening they weren't necessarily happening to me, but uh -huh. I was involved. Uh -huh. So I understand these things. Okay. But they never actually really happened to me. Got it. So that's where my frame is for this. <clears throat> oh, man. <clears throat> I don't even know. And that. also they were girls. So yeah. the And this article does point out that um, boys and girls have different experiences of these conflicts, especially when you're talking about gendered friend groups. Yeah. So fr friend <laughs> groups of boys have different... Um, structural issues than girl groups. I can see that. And I mean, that just makes typically, sense. Typically. Yeah, obviously. This exceptions like, to every rule. Yeah. Also, what is gender? You know, the whole shebang. But anyways, this is out of Turkey. What can you do? Yeah. <clears throat> I, um... I had such a mixed group of... I didn't have a group of guy friends, yeah. so I don't really even know about that. I was friends with a lot of people. But the people that I called friends were, uh, I had, like, a couple of people. And I feel like I had my, like, I had three, probably three core girls that I com considered my friends. And they were all separate friends. They weren't, like... A group. Like, if they got together, they would have fun and they would be fun. Like, they would have a good time. But, like, I would call one of them up to hang out and that, like, just my girlfriend and I would be hanging out and then you know maybe the next day or something I'd be like well what are you doing and I would hang out like um and then the other friend groups were always attached to the people I was dating because I just always dated people that had 
large friend groups or associations not like that was like a requirement but it just ended up that way and like show me your friend my like main first like boyfriend in high school that it was like mostly steady with and then on and off kind of had like a very large very important friend group full of like six to seven guys and then even out of high school and moving in and out of like kind of coming in and out of his life and relationship with him even when he got to college there was a couple people that would a little bit of fall off and then come back you know i mean this very very nicely because if him or anyone he's associated to ever listens to this like i mean this in a really nice way because there are a lot of positives to this and Mm -hmm. i really don't want to say bad things about this person because i wish him really nothing but the best but um you know that episode of friends where monica goes out with chip matthews Mm-hmm. And um, she's really excited because she didn't get to date a Chip Matthews in high school, but Rachel did. And she's all excited. And then she gets a lipper from Chipper. And then she realizes that Chip Matthews now is literally the same guy. Like, he still lives in his mom's basement. Oh, yeah. And he still, like, works at the same movie theater. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, who do you hang out with? And he's like, well, you know, the same guy. Same like, he's, guys. it's the whole thing, like... This person that I dated is not that bad. I'm not saying that he seems like from afar, from what I know, like that he's got his stuff going on. He's moved on. But like his friend group, his core friend group seems to be the same Don't you group really, of friends. I love that about people. I do too. That's I, what I'm saying. I, I, I mean find this it really the, wholesome. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I mean it in like the best way. But my example is, is like... If someone were to run into him and be like, oh, man, how you doing? I'm sure he'd be like, yeah, the gang is still here. <laughs> like, we're all still fucking stomping around doing the same shit I'm we were. I'm so excited for my my 10-year class reunion. Oh, okay. Mine came and gone. I didn't go. But you didn't I, go? Um, they didn't do a really They didn't good invite you? Because <laughs> <laughs> resentment. No, um, they, I think it was really, they tried. I don't think, like, the marketing, I want to say, or, like, the, the appeal for it wasn't given out in a timely manner. Like, we all found out about it a little too late, from what I know. And it wasn't, like, the energy around it wasn't, like, yeah, we're all going. It was kind of, like, are you going? Everyone's going, right? Like, are we going? Um, and then the photos that I saw, it looked like literally 20 people showed up. That'd be just so I was like, okay, now I'm now I'm not disappointed, but I'm also like, I would have gone, but now I'm like, okay, if that was the ten year, then the twenty year is not gonna be worth it or whatever. Right after I graduated, we had our class president made a Facebook group for the entire graduating class, uh-huh. and people like post in there all the time. Really, and there's like real excitement for the ten year reunion. Wait, see, no, we didn't have anything like that, and I don't mean to be mean. Again, if so, whoever was running it sees mm-hmm. this or hears this or whatever, I'm sure they did the best with what they could. Um, oh, but, yeah. You have to start from day one of graduation to keep that shit going. Yeah, and I think when people realize when they're, like, class president or whoever fucking runs it or whatever, like, they're, like, they think they know what they're getting into, and then they're, like, oh, shit. This mm-hmm. is ten years later. I don't give a fuck about Our this. Our class president like, went to Columbia, oh, like, in New wow. York City. This, this girl's on top of her shit. Wow. So very excited to that's, see her again. That's, see, we just didn't have, like, the marketing, I guess. <laughs> appeal and everyone was like oh shit that's now all right well i 
I already promised that I would so, watch Hocus Pocus 2, so I can't go. <laughs> I can't go. <laughs> Although positive characteristics like intimacy, self-disclosure, and pro-social behaviors reduce possible conflicts between friends, spending a lot of time together makes it inevitable that they'll face conflicts, like we were just saying. Oh. So these conflicts are a nat natural part of social relations, and they have positive consequences on the quality and stability of relationships. Um, they also help redefine boundaries for people and expectations of relationships with friends, friendship equality, and reconstructing intimacy. These conflicts also bring opportunity to reconsider a teenager's sense of identity and autonomy. Yeah. So basically, the conflict with your friends in adolescence is what builds your understanding of relationships with people. Mm. Because once you're outside of your core family, yeah. which... I, we all know that this isn't literal, but yeah. family bonds are considered permanent bonds. Yeah. As in someone's always your mom, even if you never speak to them again. Right, exactly. Someone's always your brother, someone's right. always your sister. However, a friend is really not always your friend. Correct. So, once you yeah, go out... don't you fucking forget it. Don't you fucking it. forget <laughs> it. So, once you go out into the world and you find out that relationships really are not just your home life right it, it just teaches you stuff that you carry with you forever and a lot of our understandings we don't even realize it come from this period of our lives hmm. and we carry over that understanding forever and you have to kind of go through and relearn it if you want to change I it i value and cherish my my friendship memories growing up more than anything and some of my most like favorite memories are from Things like going to my first, like, sleepover, like, slumber party, birthday party, mm -hmm. or, like, my, like, make, like, making my best friend in kindergarten, like, going up to her and just literally being like, do you want to be my best friend? And her being like, yeah. And then we sure. literally just became best friends. It was so easy and so cute. And our parents talked about it for a long time after that. Like, literally, I just chose her and she said okay <laughs> i was predator she was prey and that is on period um you know stuff like that like i just like allison and i growing up like all of the memories we made like those are my favorite memories or my front my memories with oh yeah they get my, stored in a warm friends. happy place mm -hmm. I, love, I love that kind of shit even too. the really hard difficult resentful memories with friends they were I still formative feel like they matter to me so much more than some of the other painful ones. oh absolutely <laughs> these conflicts also bring with them the opportunity to uh, reconsider identity and autonomy hmm. so um, one study emphasized that the lack of conflict resolution the lack of conflict resolution strategies will lead to an end to friendships rather than the existence or absence of a conflict so basically, when you don't have conflict resolution, uh, uh, a lot of people think that people will stay in a perpetual fight about yeah. something, but he was just saying that when you're young and you don't have conflict resolution, it's just the complete dissolving of friendships. There oh. is no conflict anymore. It's just completely dissolved and now you have nothing, mm. which is, in my opinion, sounds way worse than a conflict. Well, sometimes it's for the best. I have a couple examples where that was the case for some other people with me, and mm -hmm. I don't know, no. They just. The problem was I didn't know what the conflict was to begin with. 
I mean, kind of what he was saying. Yeah. It's There's the absence of conflict. Now you just have nothing. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, bye for like 10 years. So during the conflict, both sides are likely to be anxious at a certain degree. In the conflict resolution strategy of avoidance slash retreat, the individual feels a low level of concern <laughs> for both himself and his partner. Yeah. Individuals who use this conflict resolution strategy do not expect any benefits from the solution of a conflict. So I was just saying how sometimes resentment, avoidance, resolution type situations, yeah. they see it as there, nothing could benefit from solution to a conflict. That makes sense, right? Uh -huh. Like if you feel like there is no benefit yeah. to helping, it's just gone. Yeah. And then you really don't care. Can you skip to the part where there's like jealousy and all the categories that you talked about? Oh my God. Yeah. I totally forgot about all okay. that. Here's jealousy. Not that I'm bored, but like, wait, okay, why won't it like open the, okay. I just want to make sure One, we're good. Jealousy. The first theme of the study, <laughs> jealousy, includes the reasons for resentment that may cause the moving away behavior of the teenagers from their close friends, who are generally from the same gender and with whom they have social relations. So during the interviews, the most important reason for resentment among schoolgirls is was, they're in love with each other. Was found to be jealousy that occurred as a result. Forty-two percent of girls described um, the reason for resentment with their friends as jealousy. Wow, that's very mature of these girls to admit that it's yes. jealousy. I highly. It says on the flip side, though, I'm jealousy. Jealousy was the lowest rated reason right, for boys. No one, oh. Which I found was interesting. It is interesting. And then okay. here's number two, gossiping and sharing secrets. 22% of girls expressed their reason for resentment of their friends as gossiping and sharing secrets. No boys expressed this as the reason for their resentment. Wow. That was interesting. Okay, Trust me, the boys will pick up later with their shit <laughs> that they get up to. Yeah. So the girls are suffering from jealousy and gossiping and sharing secrets. It says that's a huge component of relationship drama. Mm. Which Am I the sense. drama? Because I loved gossiping. Right? I love that shit I too. I still do too. That's not a problem. Am I the problem? Because it wasn't about me. I was the one... <laughs> Here's the one that I also identified with, disagreement on common activities. This theme includes the resentful behaviors that appear after conflicts following common activities. Um, in the interviews, um, most boys said that they resented their friends because of disagreement at common events. And the biggest example was um, like the football field. Okay. And for them, soccer. So the soccer field and... Like competition. Competition yeah. or... Um, getting to fights um, because of something that was happening during a game, like yeah. physical altercations. Yeah, it's more like, no, my dear, no, my dear. However, no girls resented their friends for this reason. Oh, I did. <laughs> I'm calling Turkey. I <laughs> to tell them to add a little 1% of girls, as in you. I mean, I played so many competitive team sports that, like, that was very common for me. However, I didn't play very many contact sports. Mm -hmm. um, so the ways in which it was taken out had to be sneaky within myself. Um, softball is very, can be very hands-on aggressive if you do it right. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I feel, I feel like that, I, I feel like with softball it was so 
aggressive and so competitive and so energy high like and when I was a freshman on the varsity team I've talked about that before the only other freshman that was on the varsity team was my best friend so like her and I had played all travel and grew up together she's the one in in literally in kindergarten I was just talking about do you want to be my best friend yes so we're freshmen on the varsity team and all of these junior and varsity girls are so fucking good like they're being picked up for like colleges already and shit and we were had like we wanted to go to states like this was a very competitive very intense um team and i should show you a picture because they're all super hot lesbians and the ones that aren't are lying about it because it was like the most but you think it was actually disagreements on the field yeah that was yeah. made, created and rifts between your relationships? Yes. That would be a statistical abnormality of it. Yes. I think, though, that the the abnormality about it was the fact that these were seniors, we were freshmen. They didn't want us, not necessarily on the team, but, like, they had all been together. They were all friends. They had all played together for So you guys years. weren't even necessarily friends then, and to begin with. We were trying to be. We you wanted did your to darndest. Be. We did our darndest. Um, yeah. I was not an argumentative type, so if someone said I was doing something wrong on the field, then they were right. Most definitely. <laughs> you probably were I know, right? Like they were just the right. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I was just thinking about that. I feel like I. I feel like I would let that get in the way. Um, falling in love with my friend's boyfriend slash girlfriend. So 22% of boys and 18% of girls said in interviews that they were resentful of their friends because of romantic relationships. I was always very lucky because Allison dated the literal opposite, opposite of what you would of want. anything that I was attracted to ever. So that worked out real well for me. Except for the fact where I hated them. Because <laughs> then it was just a problem because I'm like, oh, I'm trying to support you. I want you to be happy. I know you love this person, but like I literally hate them. <laughs> like I'm trying, I'm trying. But yeah. I, so no, that was never the case. Her and I never had the same type. I never had like uh, falling in love or jealousy or anything like that. Yeah. But sometimes people would start dating people that you were like, what the hell are you thinking with this one? Right. Which mood, right. you know. I'm sure people thought that about me. I actually know they did. <laughs> <laughs> so, me included. So falling like, in love. Um, so 22% of boys and 18% of girls said that that had happened to them. And then pranks. This theme defines the resentment of teenagers that occurred due to the unpleasant, hurtful, and rude jokes of their friends. 18% of boys, 11% of girls oh. said that they had experienced like resenting their friends. <laughs> For strong, unpleasant, hurtful, and rude jokes. So, unfortunately, it was probably me being that to other people. We've all been there. What can you do? I came from a divorced home. What do you guys want from me? Go up, everyone. Go up. (laughs) So, the emotional and physical changes in teenage years sometimes cause conflict with parents, which bring teenagers who have common problems closer together. Shared experiences with those friends with close friends are especially more prevalent in girls than in boys, which increases the probability of girls having conflicts with close friends. So basically, this article also said that girls emotionally bond a lot closer. 
Oh, I am sure. And that is why it's they're more friends likely forever. Friends forever. It's really intense, and that's why they're more likely to have these con huge conflicts. Yeah. And uh, for sure. Anyways, that's all she wrote. Oh, I love that. Maybe we can go into my journal and read about friendship. This journal is one of, if not my first journal. I could barely write. And on the front of it, when I got a little older, I put stickers on it with peace signs and smiley faces and yin-yangs. And I put, don't open this book with a skull and crossbones. And I mean it. And then, uh, cool. And then, hi, Zach. Sam. Zach is my brother's name, and I intentionally spelled his name with a K instead of an H because I knew it drove him crazy. Oh, absolutely. Anyways, um... Oh, cute. Literally the second page, November 20, Dear Rosebud. I named her that. Um, <laughs> I played with Lauren R. Sammy Hart. That was the entire entry. And Lauren was the girl that I literally was like, okay. I'm playing. I'm playing with Lauren. Okay, bye, Sammy. Um, then I made a list of my favorite things. And, sorry, it just says things, computer, and I love school. <laughs> uh, all right, um, let me see what else. If there's anything in here about juicy fri friendship, drama. friendship, I got to go a little back further. When, oh, I did draw, um, put a sticker of a bee and it's like blasting shitting. shit. Okay. Oh, and the page just says, I hate Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I did spell his name correctly there. Uh-oh. I just put, I love you. You are the sweetest boy in the whole wide world. <gasps> ah, it was okay. your dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to find Na Nabber. Spot basketball. Number one, news. Number one, ball got thrown in pool. I gotta find some friendship stuff here. Alright, alright, we're going for it. <laughs> I Let's hate deep dive. Me. No, it's one sentence. Wow. February 14th, 1997? I don't know. Dear Diary, today Bobby came over and did I have a bad time? Yes. <laughs> that is the entire entry. I wish you had said why. <laughs> ah, that was my neighbor from across the street. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And did I have a bad time? Yeah, I did. That is conflict. <sighs> Dear R.B., which is, again, Rosebud. Rosebud. Today, I'm going to the library with Lauren and me and Zach are staying the night. Love ya. Bye, Sam. Friendship. I did draw a dog sleeping. It was probably Lauren. Like it's in a grave. It was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did drew my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, I was getting creative and writing upside down. Rosebud. Here's a list of words. Peters, 
Davis, regular, John. Go Broncos, Denver. Go Packers, goal. That was it. The next part. That's it. No friendship. No friendship. Yeah, you were a little, maybe just a little self-involved <laughs> that time Ooh, in your life. I think today in school, we had a sabbatistitute <laughs> when nobody was looking. I hugged Michael Griggs. <laughs> I can't believe I said that full name. I'm so sorry to Michael if he's out there in the world. <sighs> Good lord. I'm just trying to look for so some, some friendship here. Maybe no friendship. Alright, well. No friendship. <laughs> no friendship. I think that's about it. Maybe I'll open this up and then. This is from uh, last year. Friendship? Is it dark? <gasps> Today was Allie's baby shower. Aww, that's so cute. Did you open up to the exact today's date? No. Oh, I was like, what are the odds? No, that's what I wrote. The first sentence was, today was Allie's baby shower. Aww. So cute. And now he's like one. That's so cute. Okay, that's it. I got nothing else. Friendship? I got nothing. Why don't we pull a card for friendship to end? Okay. Okay. What do you mean? I don't know. Just friendship See what comes through. in general. You know who our little rosebuds are? Our supporters. I'll read it. Okay. Thank you so much to our cute little rosebuds. Thank you, Julie C. Anna M. <laughs> Heather A. Alyssa S. Rebecca PK. Teresa D. Dominic B. Melanie W. Catherine L. Jesse D. And David B. All right, here is our little rosebud friendship message. Okay. What'd you, what'd you get? <laughs> we got the five of wands reverse. Ooh. So. Wouldn't five of wands reverse just be resentment? Yeah. Kind of what we, exactly what we were talking so about today. So we resent you. You resent <laughs> us. We all resent and then each other. We don't really know what it's about, so it'll just dissolve entirely. I've never actually thought of the Five of Wands reversed as a form of resentment instead of overt Res conflict. And just like resolved, not resolved, resolved like via resentment. Resentment that like dissolves into nothing because there is no reason for it. There's no for conflict it. anymore. It's wow. dissolved. We're what a beautiful so... interpretation of the Five yeah, of we're Wands, so... by the way. Write that down. Put write that down. Write it down. Put it in there. Write it down. Put it in the book. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? <laughs> if you ever have a baby, you better name it Malibu Barbie. I would think about it. Okay. If if I ever am at risk of having a baby, I'm uber eating a Plan B. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, it just keeps unplugging, so it's out. It's over now. You finish it. Say the last word. Goodbye. That's it? That's the last word? Yeah. I... <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Wait until my country hears about this. <laughs> <laughs>